You are watching and most probably also listening to Fat Bidet Knows Everything. And it's called Fat Bidet Knows Everything because I do know everything. Today, this week, what I want to talk about are, is, are, the audio recordings that have been released by the MACC about Najib Raza. What else, right? Okay, now here's the thing. I'm sure all of you have already uh, read, listened to all the audio recordings that were released by the MACC, by, uh, yep, by the MACC regarding uh, Najib Razak uh, and his 1MDB case. Uh, so in 2016, when the case was just being, like, being blown up, right, the department, the DOJ of the United States, they were, they were you know, uh, releasing statements about 1MDB and all that and things started blowing up in the media. Um, Najib started meeting his lawyers, meeting his people and discussing what he can do, apparently, allegedly, right? Uh, and somebody actually wiretapped his phones. Uh, his phone and, 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 and here we are listening to date <coughs> 2019, he's no longer the Prime Minister and he's facing trial for the YNMDB scandal, and we are actually able to listen to conversations that he had in 2016. Um, I'm, 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 I'm sure, like I said just now, you would have already heard a lot of the recordings and you probably read a lot about it already. This happened last week. Uh, and um, I can't resist, I'm not gonna let you listen to all the recordings, but I really, really can't resist letting you listen uh, to the recording of him speaking to his wife, Rosma. Right, uh, I need to advise you something. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Um, can, I, can I advise you? Can I advise you something? Yeah, yeah, hang on. Okay, anything? No. You think don't listen to me. You know why? They tell you to slow down on Abukasin. And Abukasin is making statements all at this Rubiana Convention. I'm making a man about laughing. We are making him looking like a hero. And you are the villain, see? And all these fat people, can they see that their first priority is you, not anybody else? No, 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 no. I allowed uh, Azwan to make the statement. That impact never go I think everybody is now like that's become a meme. Uh, and everybody is seeing it as like how, you know, Rosma has Najib in her, in her kangkang, feeding him nasi kangkang. Okay, now if you if you listen to it carefully, actually, it doesn't sound like Najib is afraid of her. Yeah, she's speaking her mind and she's very fierce, right? But you can see like Najib is just listening to him, to her, and they're having a discussion. It doesn't sound like he's like scared of her or anything like that. Um, there is this, Term, right? I don't know if you all have heard of it. Pertabi. Persatuan Takut Bini. Right? And uh, I play a weekly basketball game every Friday nights with my friends. Right? These are all my old college buddies and we used to play basketball together. And we've been playing basketball for the past 20 years together every Friday nights. And we've got one or two or three of our friends in our group who doesn't get to come and play basketball as regularly as the rest of us. And uh, it's usually because of their wives. 
right? And we would tease them and we would call them, oh, this is the President Pertabi ni, Persatuan Takut Bini, or Vice President of Pertabi. <laughs> so, we've always had a presumption and we've always had the, yeah, the, the assumption or, or, or we perceive that Najib is actually scared of his wife. But if you listen to it now, she's quite fierce, but I don't think it seems like he's, it doesn't seem like he's scared of her. He listens to her, yeah. He takes his advice. She, he takes her advice very seriously. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think he's afraid of her. Um, okay, so now, in the recording, so many names have been mentioned and a lot of people are now being implicated in a, a, a so-called cover-up of the scandal, right? Uh, what are the names that I mentioned? Okay, Najib is involved. Najib Raza, of course, is involved. Rosma is involved. Zulkifli Ahmad, the former MECC um, head, is also involved. One of his uh, special officers is involved. The Crown Prince of Abu Dhabi is involved. The Deputy Prime Minister of the UAE is involved. It's, I mean, they're all mentioned. They're all, you hear all of them on the, on, on the, in the recordings, right? Wow, this is great. Right? I'm not going to go on talking about what is said in the recordings and its implications and all that, but I do want to say something about how the recordings were actually obtained. Do we know who... Uh, do we know who was the one who actually tapped his phone? Is it somebody close to him? Is it an individual? Is it a private organization? Or was it the government itself? Was it the authorities? Right? If it was the authorities, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm actually a little bit afraid about I guess our personal privacy. If it's so easy to tap even the Prime Minister's phone, right? Prime Minister at that time, he's no longer the Prime Minister. <laughs> Do you think all of our phones right now are actually being you know, like surveillance? No? That's worrying, right? Privacy. Can these recordings actually be used in trial? Uh, if it was obtained, obtained illegally? Was it obtained illegally? Um, a Prime Minister, uh, sorry, Minister in the Prime Minister's office, I forgot his name. But, de facto law minister, uh, saying that, yeah, it's actually legal for recordings that needs to be done. But, his statement was very, very vague. And we don't know if, it doesn't indicate if the recordings that we heard from the MACC um, about Najib and Rosma and all that, whether it was obtained legally or, or legally, we don't know, right? His, 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 his statements were very vague. He just said that, oh yeah, you know, there is, there is a legality. It can be legal to obtain recordings like this if, you know, uh, there is a greater good to it. And, and that's it. And that's it. Don't know anymore. Right? So, I don't know. If they can do this to a prime minister at that time, imagine what they can do to normal citizens like us. Right? Yeah, they could probably do even worse. Right? Um, so, it's a bit worrying. But then again, I also think that for someone like Najib, who is the Prime Minister, right, he is somebody who holds public office. He's the Prime Minister. I know a lot of people are saying that they shouldn't have released this information because it's something private. Uh, but some, when it involves a public personality, a public figure, right, do you think that the public has a right to know about things that are going on? Because... 
he's supposed to be an elected representative of the people. And if he's doing something that's not right, don't we, the people who kind of elected him, um, deserve or have the right to know the wrongdoings that he's doing so that you know we can make an educated uh, decision later on if we want to vote for him again or not? Right? Yeah. So basically what I'm saying is, does public interest trump privacy issues? Right? I'm going to be honest, right? Maybe because I'm a journalist, I feel right, when it comes to individuals, people, or even parties and organizations that are in the public eye, and whatever they do can actually be of public interest, and people, it affects the public and it affects society. I think, yeah, you know, there is, we have a right to know whatever happens behind closed doors, right? Especially if what's happening behind closed doors is actually a crime. Ah, right? So, I think, I think the matter of public interest is more important. But then again, who defines what is a matter of public interest? Right? I think if it's a crime done by a politician, definitely a matter of public interest. But if it's like a celebrity who's going on holiday with his kids and then the paparazzi come take pictures, okay, that one, you have to respect privacy. Lah, right? So you've got to be able to differentiate what is matter of public interest and what isn't. And I guess it takes a matured society to understand that. Even a matured media or a matured press to understand that. Right? But I'll be honest, in my opinion, when it comes to this case, the 1MDB case and Najib and Razak, Najib Razak and Rosma and all these scandals and this corruption scandal and all that, I think it's a matter of public interest. Yeah, sure, they can say that it's a trial by media or, or public trial, right? Uh, not the courts, but hey, even if he isn't found guilty, if we know things like this are happening, would we want to elect and um, you know that person again? If we know that he's involved in things like this, right? Yeah, it's our right to know. So, I think, man, this prayer is good. I think that we should know. No, you make it sound like as if I can. I say that it's all right to tap people's phone. I think it's not, right? But if it's for the greater good, I guess it is, you know, especially when it comes to like public officials who, are, who have a responsibility to govern the country and who have funds that are like, yeah, I mean, the prime minister has access to the people's money, right? The country's money. And if they're going to abuse their power, we can't let that happen. Lah. You know, you really can't let that happen. So I think... I don't know. What do you think? I would like to hear what you all think uh, about this matter of like, like this privacy issue, like uh, personal privacy and a uh, matter of public interest. I think people like Najib also, I mean, if he knows that he knows that he's a prime minister, right? And he knows that he lives in the public eye. He has to expect that things like this will happen. And if politicians need to expect that they will be scrutinized. Whatever they do will be scrutinized. And, uh, you know, the things they say will be listened to and paid attention to and criticized, right? That's just how it goes. And you can't say that, okay, now I'm going to be a politician. I, 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 you know, what I do behind closed doors, you should leave. You should let me be. You know, cannot lah. You know, because it's a matter of credibility. It's a matter of, you know, uh, integrity. And that's why we vote for people, right? We want people who, are, who, are, who have integrity and who are responsible and who do the right thing, right? Uh, if not, why would we want to vote for them? And things that happen behind closed doors might also be an indicator of their personality and their, prof their I guess, you know, their ethics and their integrity lah. Right? Yeah, so I think it's alright.
But I guess people out there who don't agree will probably say that, oh, we need guidelines. But it's such a grey area, right? It's such a grey area. Now, let me know what you think. I really want to know what you guys... Mm, I'm quite happy that Fabulous Knows Everything gets a constant, regular comments from, you know, like a consistent audience. Uh, those people who do listen to me and who do comment, let me know what you think. Um, and then maybe we can have, an, uh, have, a, have, have a discussion now, right, about this issue. Okay, now to the part of the video, the podcast, where... I'm going to recommend to you something that I've been either reading or watching or listening to or stumbled upon that I find very interesting and very inspiring. Um, recently, over the weekend, I watched this movie on Netflix. Yes, I'm going to recommend a Netflix movie. Uh, it's Dolomite by Eddie Murphy. You guys know the, the, the comedian Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy is great. I'm a big fan of Eddie Murphy, but he hasn't done anything um, quite recently. Right? Until this movie that he did, and uh, it's called Dolomite. Uh, Dolomite is my name, right? Uh, and he, this, this is a story about, uh, it's a true story about this black guy, African-American guy, I cannot say black, uh, African-American guy, who wants to be a comedian, wants to make a film, uh, wants, to be, wants to be everything, like, wants to sing, like, wants to be a comedian, like, wants to be an actor, like, wants to be a superstar. Like. And he wanted to make a movie. And he sold off all the rights to his music in order to get the funds to make a movie. And he had his friends help him. It was very indie. Uh, and he, well, Eddie Murphy plays that guy. Lah. And this film is so entertaining. It's been a while since I've seen Eddie Murphy. I hated The Nutty Professor. Right? I thought that was his worst stretch. Lah. He was great in Beverly Hills Cop. Right, right after that, Nutty Professor came about. Oh my god, I didn't like Nutty Professor. Of course, his stand up is good. Lah. His stand up has always been consistently good. Lah. But he hasn't done anything in a while. So, in Dolmite, I thought Eddie Murphy, I was so surprised that Eddie Murphy could actually act so very, very well. Um, another character in the movie that I thought acted very well was um, Wesley Snipes. I remember Wesley Snipes as an action hero, you know, uh, fighting Sylvester Stallone in Demo Demolition Man and all that. Uh, but here, he's acting as this really funny actor slash director. He's making jokes, you know, it, it's great. So I think everybody should watch Dolomite is my name. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's so funny. Eddie Murphy's back, you know. Uh, so yeah, that's my recommendation for today, I guess. Um, yeah, so you've been uh, watching and listening to Fat Million Knows Everything. Uh, subscribe to our channel, like this video, don't like this video, share it, follow us on all our social media platforms at FatBidin. Or go to FatBidin.com to get everything. FatBidin.com I've got three kids, one wife, and me to support. So you've got to like, you know, help fund my life. So you actually can go to the FatBidin e-store, right? I'm gonna link it below, I'm gonna link it below, right? And you can get actually like fat billion merchandise, right? And most of it are, well actually books are. I used to sell DVDs and films and all that, but hey, everything's available on YouTube now. So now if you want to get fat billion merchandise, it's mostly books. So I've got books here, I've got books here. See, see, see like this book? This is called uh, The Adventures of a Care Light in Afghanistan. It's a graphic novel, see? 
see graphic novel which I uh, wrote uh, and illustrated with my with my buddy Apan, right? Uh, it's a non-fiction one. It's about my time in Afghanistan shooting a documentary for a month uh, when I was there. See, you see, I'm a war journalist, right? So it's a really good book, right? Uh, I've got this non-fiction novel. It's called Operation Nasi Krabu, Finding Patani in an Islamic Insurgency. This book I wrote because I spent like a, I spent some time in Southern Thailand where there's a war there. You all know there's a war there, right? In Patani, right? I shot a documentary there which was banned for broadcast. But hey, they allowed me to publish a book. And if you get the book, there is a QR code at the back, right? There's a QR code at the back which allows you to watch it for free online. Oh, where's the QR code? Where's the QR code? Ah, there's the QR code, right? It's online, meaning you scan the QR code, you go to my YouTube channel. Okay, um, I've got another book. This is called Journal Dad, the Chronicles of a Journalist who Happens to be a Father. It's a, it's a compilation of my articles, my column when I was writing for the Malaysian Insider. It's all about like me being a journalist and raising a family at the same time. It's really funny. It's funny. It's funny. My best-selling book. Liberal, Malay and Malaysian, Writings of a Walking Contradiction. This is a compilation also of my uh, column in the Malaysian Insider. This one focuses more on like politics, race, uh, demonstration, democracy and religion and things like that. It's funny too. All my books are funny because I'm a funny guy, right? Yes, I am. And if you like films, I sell this book. See, I wrote this book with my buddy Wan Chun Hong. It's a guide to filmmaking, indie filmmaking. Uh, every chapter talks about one aspect of filmmaking and in every chapter also interviews one like a uh, really prominent Malaysian filmmaker. It's really good. You can get all these books at the Fat Bidin e-store. Come on, feed my kids.